Welcome to our 45th class. We will review question 44 this morning and then learn question 45. Let's begin with prayer. Our Father in heaven, thank you for this day that you've given us and the life that you've given us to live. Thank you for dying on the cross for our sin so that we could be cleared and forgiven and then given the righteousness of your son Jesus. Thank you for making this life worth living for you and for your glory, for your namesake. Please help us now as we study your word together and think about these two questions in this catechism. It may be for our good and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, question 43 asks, what are the sacraments or ordinances? And let's read the answer together. The sacraments or ordinances given by God and instituted by Christ, namely baptism and the Lord's Supper, are visible signs and seals that we are bound together as a community of faith by His death and resurrection. By our use of them, the Holy Spirit more fully declares and seals the promises of the Gospel to us. So question 44, this was last week's question that some of you memorized. What is baptism? Let's read the complete answer together. Baptism is the washing with water in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It signifies and seals our adoption into Christ, our cleansing from sin, and our commitment to belong to the Lord and to His church. Has anybody memorized this? Raise your hand if you have. Okay, we'll start on this side today. Penny, what is baptism? Nice job. Here we go. Okay. Does the washing away of sin that God does for us, does that happen during or at baptism with water? You know, is it special, magical water that we put into this animal trough here? So the answer is, let's say it together, no. Only the blood of Christ and the renewal of the Holy Spirit can cleanse us from sin. Luke chapter 3, verse 16 says, John answered them all saying, this was John the Baptist, he said, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming. And who was John the Baptist talking about? Who was mightier than John the Baptist that was coming? It's the, always the answer. Jesus. He is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not even worthy to untie. And He, he's talking about Jesus, will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So John the Baptist or John the Baptizer, he was baptizing people in water. 
But he said that one was coming and he was going to baptize you or immerse you or plunge you with the Holy Spirit and fire. It's something that Jesus does in our hearts. He baptizes us. He washes us. He cleanses us. He unites us to himself. And then what Jesus does to us are spiritually to our hearts, then we symbolize that. We portray that with water baptism. So it's not water baptism that is washing away our sin. Rather, it is this Luke 3 baptism that the Lord does. It is the baptism with the Holy Spirit that cleanses us from sin. So the Holy Spirit comes and renews us. He makes us new creations. He regenerates us. These are all talking about the same thing. The Holy Spirit causes us to be born again. He changes us from the inside out. He applies the blood of Christ and cleanses us from all sin and purifies us. It's another word for cleansing is purifying. So in that verse in Luke chapter 3, John the Baptist said that Jesus would come and he was going to baptize his people with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And when he said fire, he was getting at something the Holy Spirit was going to do. So the Holy Spirit baptizes us, and he, again, he cleanses us, washes us, unites us to Jesus. So we're baptized by the Holy Spirit. He changes us from the inside out. But John said that Jesus was going to baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now, he didn't literally mean fire, right? Those of you who are Christians, when you became a Christian, there wasn't literal fire. You didn't light on fire. You didn't start burning. Smoke didn't come out of your ears. Fire is a picture of something. And it may not be a picture of what you think it is. It's a picture of cleansing and of purifying. Water and fire can both be images of that. Water cleanses. We know that because we take showers, we take baths, we wash our hands. But fire also cleanses. Fire also purifies. So let me give you an example. Um, I think it was a couple weeks ago, we were roasting marshmallows in our backyard. And then uh, some of the boys I know were roasting marshmallows last night. And we have like these metal sticks that we roast the marshmallows on. You ever seen those? They're like a big fork and there's two, two little prongs at the end of it. So you put your marshmallows on and you cook them and you know, some of you like to hold it way above the fire and lightly toast the marshmallow. Most of us, I think, we like to put it down deep in the fire and get the whole thing, you know, smoking and on like a torch, let it burn for a little bit and then, and then blow it out and then eat it. Now, when you do that, though, okay, and then you pull the marshmallow off, you eat the marshmallow, is the marshmallow stick, is it clean or dirty? It's dirty, right? It's a, it's a gooey mess. Now, the way we clean those marshmallow sticks, can you guess how we clean them? Can you guess how we purify those marshmallow sticks? Yeah, Miles, what do you think? No, no, you can't do that. It's just sticky. It makes it worse. So you can't do that. Anybody else? Sam, you have an idea? You put it in the fire. 
Yeah, you put them back in the fire. You stick that metal in the fire. And if you leave it there long enough, when you pull it out, it looks perfect. It looks perfect. Maybe even better than it did when you put it in there. So it gets, it gets all of that off. So fire is a picture of that. So when it said that Jesus is going to come and baptize us with the Holy Spirit and fire, it means that he is going to purify us. He is going to cleanse us. And he does that when you become a Christian. And then he does that throughout your life, cleansing you over and over and over again, purifying you even more. So that the day when you die, you're even more purified and cleansed than you were the day you came to Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 Verses 12 through 13 says, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one Spirit we were all baptized into one body. So one Holy Spirit baptizes all of us, changes all of us as Christians, and then dwells in all of us. It's not like I've got a Holy Spirit, and you've got a Holy Spirit, and you've got a Holy Spirit. It's one Holy Spirit indwelling all of us Christians. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, all were made to drink of one Spirit. Okay, let me read to you uh, a couple of things. This is from one of the commentators, uh, Dr. Kent Hughes. I'd never heard, he says, of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But I was indeed baptized by the Holy Spirit. And now, as the years have gone by, what was an objective fact has become a subjective reality in my life. When I was baptized by the Spirit, and what he means by that is regenerated, born again, converted. He says, when I was baptized by the Spirit, I was born of the Spirit, John 3 says. At the same time, I was regenerated, I was indwelled by the Holy Spirit. Jesus says in John 14 that the Spirit will live with you and will be in you. He says later, when John the Baptist pointedly says, I baptize you with water, but Christ will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, he was talking about the superiority of Jesus' baptism. Water can wash only the outside, but the Spirit and fire regenerate and cleanse the inside. And so that is the great abiding reality and joy of being baptized with the Spirit and fire. The Holy Spirit is making all things new and constantly conforming us to the image of Christ. So as important as water baptism is, for those of you who have been baptized with water, for those of you kids that will someday be baptized with water, as important as that is, it is not that baptism that cleanses you from your sin. It is actually that if you're being baptized with water and plunged into water, Jesus has already plunged you into the Holy Spirit and into fire. He has washed you. He has cleansed you. He has changed you. So that's the point of this question. 
So let me read the question. Let's say it one more time together and then I'll pray. Question 45, is baptism with water the washing away of sin itself? Let's say it together, no. Only the blood of Christ and the renewal of the Holy Spirit can cleanse us from sin. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you for more truth. For those of us who are here and are Christians, and we have been changed, and we've been transformed. We once did not love you, and now we love you. We once did not worship you, and now we worship you. We once were not interested in loving you with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and now we are. And we're reminded today that that is because you have changed us. That you sent your Holy Spirit to help us understand the gospel. You sent the Holy Spirit to give us faith to believe that gospel and to trust that gospel. You sent the Holy Spirit to apply the blood of Jesus to us so that the death of Jesus could be the death that paid for our sin. That you sent your Holy Spirit to wash us and to cleanse us from our sin, to clean us, our souls, our hearts on the inside from our wickedness and folly and sin and all that it deserves. Like a fire, you purified us. And that when you sent your Holy Spirit, you sent him to stay. That he is still in us as Christians. Praying for us and helping us. Leading us. Pointing us to Jesus. So thank you, God. And for those that are here who aren't Christians or who don't believe the gospel or who don't love you, we pray, God, that you would reveal yourself to them so that they would love you, so that they would love to read your word, that they would want to get to know you more. They would begin to love others more than they love themselves that they begin to hate their sin, to love righteousness, to please you, and to glorify you. So thank you for your word, and thank you for your spirit that makes all this possible. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.